everybody. Cheaper by the Dungeon. DM Seth here. Episode 7. Round 2. Man. <laughs> round 2. <laughs> round 3. Round 7, really. Uh, man, we've been doing this a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, feels like a lifetime. But it feels like a journey. Uh, but we're getting into this new arc now. Uh, Jacob, are you here? Uh, yes, I am. Adam? Hello. Connor? Wh- where am I? <laughs> One of these times we're going to have to play this intro real straight, because every time we're extremely confused. <laughs> uh, it's me. <laughs> Can we just act like we know what's going on for once in our lives? Look, I went um, down for a nap and all of a sudden woke up at Seth's place. It's not my fault for being confused. Hi, Connor. Uh, hey. um, okay, uh, real brief, uh, just, you know, callback to the last episode. What happened, you guys uh, were just outside of Valentine's and you were going to investigate the the piano key that you have. Uh, Darian got upset from various El Ladrin uh, racist comments from the, you know, shoe store slash corn cob store owner, as well as Normandy's. uh, And he stormed off. Normandy and Zippy went to the piano store or just music store and uh, they investigated the key and... They met Dawson and Lemon Macaw, and Dawson put the piano key in the piano. It exploded, uh, and then Normandy had a very cool moment when he was reading Dawson's thoughts, and Dawson had an out-of-body experience, it sounds like. After that, uh, Darian, on his quest, he got really drunk, uh, and he was changing colors and emotions and everything. How a Lodron do, I guess. Uh, and then he met Jezzy. Uh, and and then the gang found him drunk on a bench with her, and they all reunited, and then the funeral was starting. Funeral happened. Boom. God of Bliss showed up and destroyed the casket, and that's where we are. Um, but before we get into the episode, whoever's editing this, put some teaching music under this right now, because <laughs> I gotta explain something real quick. Uh, so basically, all of you know uh, or have knowledge of what a tether means in this world. So I'm just going to explain it for you real quick. Uh, so basically, what a tether is, is the gods, they can't really influence uh, the world uh, by themselves. So the way they do it is through tethering themselves to creatures in the world. Um, so the gods and goddesses can choose a creature while they're still in the womb and then tie a divine string to them so that they're connected. What this allows them to do is that the vessel or creature can directly communicate back and forth with the god at any time. And also the god can kind of embody that vessel and then influence the world through that. Um, so they're not really there, uh, but they're pretty close. They're, they're, they are able to directly communicate through the voice. That's why this female librarian figure um, had a male voice and everything. So uh, hopefully that made sense. Cut the teaching music. <laughs> is she possessed? Hmm? Oh, uh, when, when it's happening? Yeah. Uh, no, tethers are aware of what's happening when the god is in control. They kind of let it happen as well. Um, so it's it's not like full possession. It's pretty close, I guess, but uh, it's not as mean as I think possession might be. <laughs> but it's like good, I guess, in this. It's like a good possession. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Um, but... Yeah, so that's how that works in the world, um, and we can find out more about that later. But anyways, let's get into it. So you guys are standing on top of the rooftops, just out on the outskirts of Orem Square. 
um, and you see all the sea of people in black clothing. They were just moments ago sobbing at the funeral scene. And then, of course, the god of bliss descended and their tether descended from the sky, crashed into the coffin, blue butterflies everywhere. And they spoke up and said, it's time to party! And there were some people in the back who were like, oh, hell yeah! Oh, God of Bliss Tories here! Uh, and other people in the front were, like, appalled that this is happening. And they were, like, throwing things and yelling. Uh, you actually see the queen, who was at the podium just in front of the casket, turn around, see uh, the tether to the God of Bliss, and go over there and just start, like, punching them. And just saying, like, "How? what are you doing? This is so disgraceful! Bring him back! Bring his body back! And the God of Bliss just backs up. is like, whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, okay, I see. Uh, nobody knows what's going on. Okay, one sec. And he snaps his fingers. And you feel this warm wave just explode from the God of Bliss. And everybody in the surrounding area, including yourselves, just feels soothed and just peaceful and happy. Um, the queen just goes, like onto her knees but she's not like complaining or anything anymore um and the god of bliss this librarian lady vessel that he has um casts thaumaturgy on himself and, and just the booming voice echoes so all can hear uh and he's like hey everybody uh yeah so i bet you didn't see this one coming uh listen um I know it, some of you thought it was pretty rude of me to crash a funeral, but this is what Pontus Alvaro wanted. 100%. I have it in writing here. And you see these the page he's holding just starts to grow, and it fills the sky, and you see this giant floating page that shows, like, Pontus Alvaro's dying wish. Turi, please fill this out. Um, and on this giant page, uh, you see... Two commands that Turi was given from Pontus. One was to make his funeral a party so that no one would be sad at his passing but instead would be filled with joy. The other one was to oversee the, the choosing of the next king of Orem. Um, everyone sees that and the page shrinks again down into the God of Bliss's hands and you just hear him go, So yeah... Uh, two things, as you saw, gonna make it a party, and we're gonna do it real good in just a second. And the other one is we gotta choose a king, boring stuff. I don't know why I was given this task, but we gotta get it over with. Um, anyways, uh, I believe I'm supposed to talk to Christopher, and this one guy stands up in the crowd, and he runs over, and he's like, oh, yes, me. And he's like, ah, yeah, um, he's got, you got the thing? He's like, yeah, here. All right. Um, I don't maybe I should do this after the party, but I'm gonna do it now. Um, so we got the three lines uh, for the throne. Uh, you know, the three original greeters that founded Orem. You, only, the king can only be chosen from those three family lines. Uh, we've got, uh, let's see, we got the sorcerer line uh, from the late Fen Rise, who was the original greeter. The descendant of Fen Rise, we got Farin Rise. Uh, let's give her a hand. This is the sorcerer candidate. And you see this elf lady who was sitting in one of the seats that was placed behind the casket. Um, she stands up. She has slick black silver hair. 
and um, Farron Rise walks forward, uh, and the God of Bliss just kind of holds his hand out, and he's like, uh, anything you want to say? Um, I, I am very, very honored to be chosen for being the new candidate for the Sorcerer line. Uh, I think this will be a great time for Orum, and if you choose me, we will fulfill the rest of the years with prosperity for all. Thank you. Yeah, that was really dry! Um, <laughs> next up, we've got... Uh, Comb Alvero, the grandson of the late Pontus Alvero. Um, get up here, kid. And Christopher, the little page boy, he whispers in Turi's ear. And he's like, uh, what? Sorry, uh, kidnapped? A raid? What? So, not gonna be here? You're kidnapped in a raid? Okay, okay, um, yeah, so, uh, my mic was on. Uh, yeah, Kobe's going to be a little late for this one. We'll get him at the next <laughs> rally, okay? Um, all right. Uh, uh, but Comb, give it up for Comb. Everybody clap. You hear, like, nervous claps are all throughout the, the square. And we got the last one from the Goliath Cleric line. By the way, the last one was the fighter line. Didn't mention that. Oof. Um, and the next one is the Cleric line, uh, Sun... Or not son, descendant of Smo Ranbjorg, the Goliath cleric from back then. Uh, we've got, uh, what's his, him? <laughs> I love this guy. Uh, Bradley Ranbjorg! And you see Bradley. Yes, Bradley. <gasps> I knew it! Oh, I knew it! Yes. There you go. Uh, Bradley in a little black suit steps up and he's like, Turi bends down on one knee, holds his hand out, and he's like, you want to say anything, kid? I'm really rooting for you, by the way. I think kid kings are the funniest thing. <laughs> uh, and the Bradley chokes up. He's like, um, yeah, I don't want this. Uh, I want Paige, and I will... Okay, let's cut it quick, and uh, don't shoot yourself in the foot, kiddo. All right, go back, Bradley. All right. Um, all right, uh... So those are the three candidates uh, from the fighter, sorcerer, and cleric line. Uh, we are going to get the kind of election season started real quick because I don't have a lot of time to spend here. I got other parties in the world to do. Uh, so we're going to start this next morning, bright and early. Uh, be here in the square, and we'll get some votes in. All right? Sound good? Uh, all right, let's party! And he snaps his fingers, and... Lights appear everywhere, filling the sky, and you hear crackling of portals. And all the streets that lead into the square, you see portals in each of them, and different vendors and circus acts and everything come pouring out of them. And lights fill the air, and festival music starts to play, and he, uh, you feel another wave of warm energy. And you just feel all just excited and happy. Actually, Darian, you go from red skin uh, anger uh, to just your base green again um, through this effect. And uh, you hear the Turi just say, all right, that's uh, going to be all for me. Have a great night, everybody. I will see you tomorrow morning. Peace. And he just zaps into the sky and he's gone. Around you, the party is starting to begin. There's vendors everywhere. There's 
there's circus acts happening. People down there are having a great time. They're laughing. They're cheering. Like the somber mood that was literally like five minutes ago is completely turned around. And you can see the queen in the center. She's actually getting in on the fun as well. Everyone is just elated through the magic that the God of Bliss just poured on everybody. Um, what about us? Are we uh, still like charmed per se? It's not real. It's not full charm, but you just feel good. You just feel happy. I can. Uh, I can honestly say I did not see that coming. <laughs> I feel warm and fuzzy inside, even more than usual. You, you feel warm and fuzzy on the outside too, Zippy. Oh uh, yes, solid from me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we should get off this roof, maybe, and join the party. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, we're on a roof. Yeah. yeah. Does um, God. does anyone know where I can um s- uh, sober up a little bit? I think we should get you some more drinks. Let's go up to your level. All right. Well, I'm <laughs> okay with that too. Is Gilbert with us? Yep, he's up there, and his jaw is just on the floor from what he just saw. He actually doesn't seem very happy or anything. Uh, he just seems shocked. I, I mean, if I if I can, yep. I touch him on the shoulder, and I say, Gilbert, uh, what just happened? I, I think the new king is going to be chosen a lot sooner than we thought. Also, I had no idea Bradley was a Ranbjorg. Um, and, yeah, I I feel like a little bit like this is still disrespecting Pontus Alvero's memory, but I guess if this is what he wanted, um, we should party a little. I want to go get so. an autograph from the Queen. I'm going to I'm gonna go get it right now. <laughs> and uh, I jump <laughs> off the roof. Okay. And head towards the Queen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's a, he's a quick little bugger, isn't he? Okay. Well, yeah, we better get going. Yeah, I'll I'll follow too. Gilbert uh, is still standing there as you guys are descending off the roof down into the swarming crowd below. Um, Gilbert's still up there, and he just shouts. He's like, "Hey guys, meet me, meet me at the stables when you're done, okay? I'm gonna just take a minute." Are you are you sure, Gilbert? Yeah, no, and a smile starts going across his face now, and he's like, yeah, no, I think I think this, this will be a good thing for everybody. I'm just going to go clear my head real quick. Hmm, this is and so he interesting. he descends down the, the rooftop as well, but he goes a different way in the crowd, uh, and immediately you lose sight of him in the crowd because uh, it's just so packed. Um, you guys are in there, though, and you are, like, trying to make your way to that kind of where there's at least some like spread out of crowd where the queen is. Well, I'm I'm I don't know if that's what they want to do, but I'm making a beeline for the queen. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll follow Zippy. Yeah, for sure. I start trying to follow them and then immediately get distracted by all the vendors. You can um, yes, <laughs> yeah, you can. Um, the, okay, so you you get lost, Darian. We'll come back to you in a second. <laughs> uh, man, we got to split up the party so often. Um, <laughs> So Zippy and Normandy, you are making your way through this crowd. Uh, people are just like cheering. They're, you're constantly shoulder to shoulder with folks. Um, and you are just making your way through. But there is still kind of like a line of golden guards that are very loosely protecting that kind of center area where the queen is. It's very loose security. Uh, but I want you to make a, kind of a stealth check to get through that. 
Both of us? Yeah. Okay. Let's see. Okay, modified 20. Uh, 14. Nice. Okay. Yeah, that's both good enough. Um, they're pretty com- distracted, and they're feeling good too, so they're not really on edge. Um, so you just slip past the golden guards, uh, and you are in this kind of clearing. There's a few people. The queen is just schmoozing and talking and ha- laughing with like her family members and the other like lineage people of the three families. Um, and you see uh, the queen. Hello, Miss Queen. Uh, yes. <laughs> well, well, sorry. Excuse me. Yes. What? What is it? Oh, you're so cute. I would like you. T- I would like to introduce you to the man responsible for this evening, Mr. Normandy, right here. <gasps> what? Oh, no! <laughs> what? <laughs> no! <laughs> oh my gosh, Zippy! No! <laughs> oh. <laughs> Is All that right. how you're reacting? No, no, no. <laughs> Normandy is just going to like, <clears throat> hello, uh, it, it's a pleasure to meet you. Yes, Normandy is uh, a patron, you see. He he uh, helped fund uh, and donated to this, um, well, actually, no, he actually just set up those tents in the back. He wanted to say he was a, <sighs> he was a nice patron, but those tents, you see, yeah, that was him. He He was a nice volunteer. Oh, oh, he's responsible for helping Turi set this whole thing up? Oh, I love him, Ben. Thank you so much for your service. No problem. Can I get an autograph, please? You see, I'm from oh, sure. I'm from the Bramble Patch, and uh, it would be such a nice story to, to, to tell everyone that I met the Queen of Orum. Oh, sure. Anything for anyone tonight. I'm just feeling so happy. Uh, sure. Here, what, what would you like me to sign? Um... Uh... I rummage through my explorer's pack, and uh, what do I have in here? <laughs> I yeah, you have the doorknob. <laughs> no, oh, I, I, I don't want her greasy mitts on that. Um, <laughs> I pull out my bedroll, and I get her to sign my sheets. <laughs> okay, um, okay. So she takes this bedroll out of <laughs> that you bring out of your bag. Where would you like me to sign? The pillow or the feet part? Uh, the middle, please. Okay. Just wear my little tush shits. That's it. Marigold Alvaro is the name that is signed across. You just increased the value of this tenfold. Thank you very much. Anytime. Enjoy the party. Oh, I'm not done with you. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) I... I have some more questions. I, I need... What's the logistics of a new king... Uh, do they have to marry you? Are you... So you must be very terrified of that young man. I'm sure you don't want to <laughs> ma- marry him. Oh, Bradley, I would never marry him. He's too much of a scamp. Um, but no, I, I, I don't have to marry anybody. Uh, we're, our family's going to be replaced with either more Alveros um, or, or, you know, one of the other two actually, uh, families. I, actually, beg your pardon, uh, your highness, um... What, what was it I heard uh, Terrace was saying about uh, uh, Colm? Is that his name? Colm Alvero being uh, kidnapped? Is that true? Oh, is, is he kidnapped? I didn't hear that part. What? My, my grandson Colm's kidnapped? Uh, I don't want to spread rumors, because you know what, you know, assuming does. Uh, very bad to do, spread rumors, but... Um, I, think, I think the best thing to do, Your Highness, is uh, to keep this on the down low. Uh, it's it's it will throw your family 
right out of the running for uh, the next uh, kingship. You see, um, tear, uh, tears start like going down her face, even though she's smiling. She's like, "But, but he's 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 kidnapped. He's kidnapped. Is that is that real? Is that true?" And then, just as she's starting to feel sad again, um, she's like kind of even moving. Her sadness is breaking through even the happiness. You see, Turi shows up again, just out of the crowd, and he's like, "I can't leave for five minutes." And then people are feeling sad again. Come on, man. Uh, seriously, I thought I put some powerful ones on you. I guess I gotta do it more. And she's like, wait, no, I don't want it. And then he taps her forehead, and you just see the smile come back. And he's like, okay, that should last the night. Excuse me. Guys, what are you Excuse doing? Excuse me, Mr. Deity. Yes? And you see, um, you're, you actually feel this weird presence now. It's kind of overwhelming. You can't help but smile, even though, like, your thoughts might not be happy. You just can't help but smile. Uh, but this, yeah, this librarian lady with a man voice um, is, is just looking very, like, kind of disappointed in you guys. But go ahead. Do you do, you do autographs, sir? Auto? Oh, yeah, I do! What would you, what would you like? Great. Would it make your day? Would it make your year? It would, yes! Could you, um... Yeah, I'm on it, then. Could, could you sign... My actual backpack right here. My explorer's pack. <laughs> uh, weird request, but I'll do it. And then he just moves his finger. And uh, his you see Turi, God of Bliss, kissy face is just planted on the back of your backpack. Hey, Turi, would you mind signing my accordion? Uh, I just need it for... Yeah, I would just love an autograph. Jeez, everybody wanted an autograph. All right. And then you see, same thing, kissy face. Turi, God of Bliss, on your thing. Could you tell me, Turi, what the structure is of where you align in the the structure of the deities and everything? How low are you on the scale and how high are you on the scale? <laughs> Yeesh. Whoa, guys, that is a very personal question. You can't just go asking around gods what their tier is. And then you just see... So you notice now that actually... Uh, Turi, this female body's eyes, the pupils are just like enveloping the eyes, so they're almost completely black with the pupil. But you see as he's trying to kind of smooth his way around this question, the pupils shrink to normal size, and you actually hear the girl's voice be like, oh, shut up, Turi. He's pretty low. Trust me. And then it zips back, and he's like, hey, you stop! I said you had the night off! Turi, you're a deity here. Do you actually know Salem by any chance? Ooh, persuasion check. Oh, that was a good one. Okay, here we go. 16. Yeah, oh, yeah, sure I know him. Yeah, of course I do. He's, he's probably the most famous god, even though he doesn't bring joy and happiness to everybody throughout the land. Talk about a more important role, am I right? Am I right? Well, he probably brings more strife than anything else. Oh, high five, buddy, for that one. And then high fives you. Uh, uh, Mr. Sir, Mr. Deity Man, uh, um, this seems to be a, a problem that, uh, you're clearly encountering, and, and, uh, you seem to be, uh, dodging it, no offense, but it seems that that one young man is, is, um, uh, is lost and kidnapped? Something was that? Oh, yeah, man, I really screwed that one up, guys. Do you have any idea where he might be? Any leads at all? 
I, I listen. I got here literally ten minutes ago. Uh, I don't concern myself with such small stuff like that. I, if he doesn't I, show, he doesn't show. Completely understandable. Um, but uh, I think in your best interest and, and to keep this party moving, that it would be in our best interest to help you out because you're such an amazing man, and I think it it would make sense that. That, that we find this man and then no, everyone would continue to be happy. Could I um, mosey over now, Seth, after wandering yeah, through the Yeah, yeah, I'll say while? you moseyed over and you have like a shish kebab. Guys, these things are so good. I've <laughs> never had this before. Where do you get, where did, where's this from? Oh, that one? Ooh. I think that's from Shroom's Hair, some some desert beast meat. Mm. <laughs> um, I um, get what, behind beet meat. What do you say about striking a little deal with us? You see... Okay, this is what happened. <laughs> um, <laughs> you, oh, you're, you guys are good at this game. Um, you see, as soon as you say uh, strike a deal, um, you feel... It's like the darkness from all the corners of the world just kind of envelop you guys, and you're in this little black dome. There's still mm. light on the floor, and you you can see each other in normal light, but it's like you're in this encapsulated bubble, and you just feel like this intense pressure. You too, Darian. You're in here too. Oh, boy. Um, but it's like the world around you just kind of blacked out for a minute, and you just hear... Oh, you want to make a deal? Do you? Oh, sorry. And then it vanishes. Um... But he's like, sorry. What, what what deal do you want to make? I want to make, I want to make an amazing an amazing deal. You see, I think that we would be able to find that boy. We we have some adventurous skills, you see, and uh, I think in our best interest and yours, as I said before, that we find this 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 boy pronto. We can skip this party and uh, and get it done straight away. But um, but I would I think there's a there's a little deal that I would like to make. I want to hear it. It's gonna have to be a good one though. I don't really care about whether Comb lives, dies, or is found or not. So yes, but you want Marigold to be happy, don't you? Uh, yeah. I do owe Pontus that at least, even though he's dead. I I'm good for my word. I've got a, but. I've got a, I've got one. Um, are we still close to like the queen and some of the other royalty right now? Or are we kind of having yeah, a yeah. conversation? They're kind of around, but no one can listen in on your conversation because the commotion from the party around you is just so loud. All right, you, you look to me to be a little potster. You know this one right here, the stupid curly horns. Yeah. Excuse he, me, uh, Mr. Deity, actually, could you could wait, you could you wait. heal? Could you could you bring him back to sobriety? Uh, that, that that would that would help Darian explain <laughs> a little better. I think if you could see, this is the first time I've ever been asked to make somebody l- more sober. <laughs> uh, usually, it's the other way around, my friends. But you got it. And he snaps his fingers, and you are completely sobered up, Darian. Oh my gosh, my head is <laughs> oh. Ow. I'm sorry. Um, where was I? Um, the the tiefling here. You seem like you wanna stir the pot a little bit. This tiefling here actually, <laughs> it's kind of funny. This tiefling here actually wants to be the king. 
And you know, maybe he could stir the pot a little bit and have have a little bit of fun, you know? And you might find some enjoyment out of that, huh? Persuasion check. Hmm. Wow, Connor. Nice. Oh, but it's a natural one. No! (laughs) (laughs) The dreams of being a king. Gone like that. Uh, He's like... Now that would be hilarious, and I am all for pranks, but I'm going to do what Pontus said to do, and I'm going to just use the three-family kind of traditional election style. So... Sorry. That's all right. We'll bide our time. What else do you have to offer? We will find comb for you. Uh, if you can uh, help us in some way down the line, I'm sure Zippy has an idea. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure Zippy is full of ideas. Um, <laughs> no, I thought I, I thought I'm helping you because I thought you had one. Um, you see, we're and uh and he he motions to for the god to uh come closer to my my little bunny mouth he bet uh he bends down and you see you're to your mouth you see we're on an adventure to get the next the next grand treasure and we have a lead it's you <laughs> you're gonna help us <laughs> <laughs> no, we have this. We have this. We have this mystical uh, magic key. You see, it's a piano key. And I use, I use prestidigitation to make uh, a, a lifelike replica of it, and I hold it out. You can't hear this conversation right now. I'm not in there with him. We're whispering. I don't believe there. you're. He's whispering into his ear. Oh, that's right. Okay, cool. Um, <clears throat> you see, we're 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 a scrappy little bunch. And, uh, and, uh, when someone, I think this world is in need of a new grand treasure. And so, um, whatever that may be, we could, we could pledge to you throughout it all. And Mm. as long as you, as, as long as you help us and that you, you literally have nothing to lose. He motions for you to come now, like, lean your ear into his mouth. Okay, I do that. Grand treasure! <laughs> and he screams. <laughs> and it, it echoes oh, through no. your ears, and you gotta go, it's like ringing deaf for a sec. That hurt me! And, he, and then you hear his eyes shrink, and you hear just like, oh, it's sorry, indoor voice, come on, man. And the eyes go back up, he's like, oh, right, right, sorry, jeez. Stay, stay in there. Um, yes, that's what I like to hear. Who isn't looking for a grand treasure, am I right? I mean, but, just think that if, if it's on the same level as, as us be able to start a new, like, huge capital, like Orum, imagine if, that if, we, if we got something to make that happen, and the whole capital pledges to you, that's a huge boost to your status in, in, in the deity of all gods. And you could throw one big ass party. You could throw Ooh. a big ass party. So you're saying you're gonna get comb back, and you're gonna get the entire city of Orum to praise my name, and kick Salem out of this one. This town's my town now, Tory Town. You know what I mean? Um, 
Is that what you're saying to me for real? Uh, it's gonna be a long journey, but uh, I hope to have your support through the whole way. How the hell are you gonna do this? Um, just look at us. Look, look how capable we are. <laughs> we and we've already started one step of the one, one step of the puzzle. And I think I'm holding onto the piano key, and I I I lift it out of my pocket and show him. This is the first step. And if you can help us with this after we save Comb, I'm I'm certain that we'll make some significant headway. As soon as you see the key, he snatches it out of your hands real quick and investigates it. And he's like, "You were you weren't you weren't joking when you said you actually had a piece, did you?" Not at all. I never joke. Not even once. Oh man. Oh man. All right, boys. Um, I haven't been this excited in a while. But here's the deal, and the key disappears. Son of. <laughs> I'll get you your little key and your grand treasure clue back. Uh, but you have to get this entire city to start worshiping me instead of Salem, all right? And you gotta bring Comb back. Okay, and now I have a counter offer. <laughs> I'm all ears, bunny man. No, I'm all ears, because I'm a bunny man. <laughs> I get it! I get it! Everybody laugh! And everybody in the audience just all of a sudden bursts out laughing. Everybody at the party is just laughing. He's like, all right, settle down. And then he raised, lowers his hands, and everybody stops laughing, but they go back to party mingling. Counter offer. That sounds good to me, but... I need you to give my friend Darian here an awesome weapon while we go get Colm. You see, his is in the shop, and if you want us to do this right away, he needs to be armed. And I know you're capable of arming him. Guys, this is the weirdest conversation I've ever had. We went from just signing autographs on bedrolls I'm to so I'm so appreciative of that. Thank you very much. <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, no these meetings are all about connections, you know? It's like a meet and greet, you know? It's networking is the real name of the of the deal, so... I gotta say, you three are quite impressive right off the bat with the with the grand treasure clue. Um, See, we're the real deal. We're the closest anyone's come in years. You gotta give us a chance. I'm also going to have to request that you return that key. You sure? I'm 100% sure, Turi. If we're gonna be partners, don't you think it's more... Uh, I, I, I can't trust you guys unless I'm holding on to a bit of the share, you know what I mean? How do I know you're gonna make the people sing my praises unless I'm holding this key right now? And how are we gonna know that you're not gonna simply find replacements if you're holding the one clue we have? Well, that's the name of the game, kiddo. He's right, Darian. We need to take. We need to. We gotta take a risk. We're 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 drifting in the water, as they say. Without without this is this man is literally a god of this world. This is a huge deal. I understand that, but here's the thing: that clue could be the piece for unlocking future clues. If we don't have access to that when we come across something, it's gonna do nothing but hinder our investigation. We should have that clue with us to help us move further and not have to backtrack to check with you every time. I think you need to extend some trust to us as well. I agree. Mr. Godman, if you take that key from us and, and don't give it back to us after we do what, what you said with Save Comb, I'm going to be very sad, and that's against, you know, your whole bliss thing. Don't make me sad, please. 
<laughs> oh, that warms my heart. It really does, boys. Uh, sure. Here's your key back. I'm a nice guy. Here you go. And it just materializes again, and it flings into your hand. Um, Darian, and it goes into yours. Can Darian. I inspect it to make sure it's the real thing? Investigation check. Oh, that was a good one. Uh, that's 19. Wow, um, sick, dude. Darian, you have the foresight to know that if this key's the real deal, you're going to have to test it by pushing it into something. Son of a... <laughs> <laughs> Test, test it, Darian, just in case it's it's may, maybe be a little a little trick. Yeah, Darian, put, right. put it into this, and I no. I pull up my music box. No, I I just I uh, crouch down, place the key on the ground, Ooh. and I push <laughs> it. Is that a good idea, Darian? It might reverberate the whole ground we're on. <laughs> <laughs> The world explodes. (laughs) (laughs) The end of the campaign. That was pretty reckless, Darian. (laughs) He's drunk. You push it into the ground, and you use a bit more force than normal because you're expecting it to go through, uh, and the key actually snaps under your fatty Come on. No way. And it turns into little butterflies and flies away. I don't take kindly to tricks, Turi. That's not a very good extension of trust. I, I'm really not sure how you figured out that was a fake key. <laughs> um, okay, kids. Real talk. We're going to have to go somewhere a bit more private for this. the rest of this one, all right? You guys good with leaving the party a little early? Yippee! Fine. All right. <laughs> Let's go. Snap. Boom. You feel like your bodies are just teleporting. Crackling energy is all around you. And you land in a pool of water. It's like a cove. The waves are just slowly rushing in, and the moonlight is just glistening off the water. Um, you're, it's yeah, it's like a circular cove, and there's the one point where the ocean like rushes in, but the rest is there. And you're on the sandy beach, um, and you see there's like kind of tall rock walls on the outside, so it does make it a very private area. Um, Seth, just really quickly. I slip on the ring of communication that I have. You're always wearing it. Never mind. Or did you take I, it off? Uh, I th- uh, you know what? I double checked that it's still on my hand. It's there, baby. <laughs> Boom! Nice. Um. Okay. Uh. So the ring of communication's on your hand. Uh. You can see actually in the distance, just up, like up and to the right, um, on the coastline, you can see this tall, shapely house. Uh, with some lights on inside, um, but it's it's very tall and thin, um, and you're here on the beach with Tori, and he's actually sitting in like a, a beach chair, like lounging back, and he has like a floral shirt on and a sun hat, and like he's sipping on a martini real quick. Um, he's just like, boys, take a seat, and before you can even say anything or do anything, you're in a seat now, uh, and it's it's like. You're totally under this guy's control. Um, Am I able, Seth, to put my, like, to rest my chin on my hand with my ring of communication? Like, like, like can, can I move? Yeah, yeah, you can move. It's just you okay. automatically, like, teleported into a chair. Okay, and I just whisper into 
the hand. Well, and I just say, thank you, Turi, into my, like, out loud, but I'm also willing to speak into my ring. Um, okay. Uh, so whatever you're, you're saying right now will be transmitted through the ring of communication to wherever the other ring is. Yeah. All right. Um, he's like, no problem, kiddo. Um, so let's, let's rediscuss the terms here. Um, you want my help looking for a grand treasure. Yawn. Everybody's doing it. So, <laughs> so 300 HD. Um, but you, uh, are going to do for me is get comb back so I can make the Alveros happy since that was Pontus's kind of dying wish to me and I owe him one. Um, and you're going to get everybody to worship me. Is that crystal clear? Yes, but you remember, you have to give my boy Darian here uh, a weapon for the adventure because he... His is in the workshop, you see, for three days. And sure, weapon, here you go. What what kind do you want? No, I've got a very particular one in mind. I'm actually more so going to need gold for it to be finished itself. I I care not for what you may summon here. And look, if I can be quite frank about all this, Turi, I care not for the gods. I don't care about who worships who or who praises what. It doesn't doesn't concern me and I don't care. But what does matter is that we get that key back and we find this treasure. If you want people to worship you, fine. But I personally will not make the guarantee that it will happen. Uh, well, I'm going to kind of need a guarantee. I, I will, I, I, I'm willing to give a guarantee, no matter what. You have the Zippy Westboro word. I feel like that holds weight. <laughs> it, it, it certainly <laughs> does. You could tell I'm the leader of this bunch. The glue, you'd say. <laughs> no, I'm I'm just kidding. We're all we're all a bunch of friends for now, I think. Um <laughs> but um uh but okay, if if Darian wants gold, maybe we can make that happen, but you have to you have to guarantee that you'll you'll help us with this piano key once we save Colm. You have to guarantee that. And again, I'll be very sad, very sad if you don't. Uh, again, what should I do? Um, Carol, what do you think? You, you're better with these things anyways. And the eyes shrink again. And mm. you hear, she comes out and she's like, I'm not buying it, boys. I'm sorry. Um, you might have Tori under your finger, but I mean, who doesn't these days? Jeez. Um, but it's going to take a bit more than that to convince me to go along with this as well. You're going to need both of us if, if you want this to go through. Trust well, me. What? I'm not letting Tori do anything he wants. What do you have? Tori, I'll write you, I'll write you a kick-ass hey, You're song. talking to Carol right now, okay? <sighs> well, what do you have to lose if we, if we, if, if we do, like, if we, if we don't? Well, if people find that I'm, well, especially if the other gods find out I'm stealing their followers, um... It's going to look pretty bad up there in the astral plane. Well, we we won't mention a thing. It will happen naturally, like like fermenting something, you know? Do you know what? How about we meet each other halfway? What if 
We bring Cohn back to you, and we renegotiate, and you help us find this grand treasure. No, In that case, what do you have no, to lose? No, 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 no. That does that <laughs> does not work for me. I'm not. I'm not going to the table once again when we bring Cohn back. This has to. This has to be settled here and now. Look, you need Cohn to make uh, to so that we can have leverage with the queen and that f- line of the family to convince them to start worshiping you over Salem. If you don't, it's going to be much harder with the other two lines because there's no leverage ah. there right now. We'd have to build up a relationship. And it's just not going to happen. With Comb, we can build a, a relationship with Comb and then with the queen as well. The queen is obviously, obviously connected with uh, the church uh, as the, the royalty and the church uh, get along in Orem. And, and uh, I think we'd be able to at least make something ha- happen there. Um, I think that's doable. But and it, that would take a lot of work. And so we need your guarantee here that you will help us with the key. It's little, but there's and there's nothing for you to lose lose from this either because it's either you go on doing the same thing you always done or you get a benefit. You're not losing any anything from this. I'm sure if the ruling royal family is singing the praises of a god, that many of its citizens will follow suit. Especially if that god is accredited with saving their grandson or the current king. You see. Pontus, you know, I thought about that back in the day. That's why I got so close to Pontus originally. Was hoping that, you know, if I make him happy, he's going to make me happy in return. And we'd have a little deal like we're having now. But unfortunately, he was very traditional. But, and he said he, while he may worship me, you know, he can't force others to. But now that there's going to be a shift in power... You know, who's to say we can't throw out the old ways? You know what I mean? How old was Pontus when you met him? Oh, I met him when he was 25. Just starting. Comb is younger than that, from what I understand. And young children can be easily manipulated at times. So if that's something you would like to convince a certain royal of doing, this would now be your time to do it. Look, again, I, I don't care who worships who in this, so... You don't need to be concerned about betrayal or any of that, because honestly, I don't care. If this is what it's going to take to get us to that grand treasure, then that's what we're going to do. And I, I understand your your um, worry with suspicion from the other gods. That's why we'll be doing everything literally for you. You see, it would be far easy for you to do this yourself. Go to Colm, convince him, you know, little buddy-buddy. But I think the gods are already getting a little suspicious with your relationship with... Uh, the old, uh, the old king there. Wouldn't you agree? You're getting too close. Salem's watching. It's like you were there at that last AA meeting with the god. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to be your advisor after this, please. Um... <laughs> Hello, yes. my name's Turi. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you're exactly right. They, they kind of figured what I was doing, and, well, let's just say I did not have a good weekend that day, that time. Um... But if you guys do it, and you swear you have no connection to me, and it all comes up very naturally, who's to stop the course of nature, right? 
Yes, and I believe the course of nature is for this to happen and us to find the grand treasure. I mean, why else will we be having this this meeting right here? It's all fate, you see. Hmm. Now you may be onto something. Zippy, was it? Yes, Zippy Westboro. I'm from the Bramble Patch. Uh, I grew up there. I, my family is very large, and uh, I'm just... Yeah, I'm here... I know the Bramble Patch. <laughs> I know it. <laughs> I've been there. Um, okay. Sure. This is... Uh, I. You guys are pretty smooth talkers. <laughs> Thank you very much. But how are you going to find comb to begin with? Oh, we've got a couple of ways, don't you worry. You leave that to us. But you still haven't agreed to helping us with that key or the grand treasure. I I need that. We're going around in circles here. All right. Here's what I'm going to do, boys. I think if you can swear you'll get this done, within the next week, you got to find comb. I'll postpone the election till then. And uh, and then we'll get him into power. And I know exactly how I'm going to help you with the grand treasures. I will show you the way into the lair of the first grand treasure. And if you can get a sneak peek at that stuff, not even I've seen it. And if you can get a look in there, I'm sure there'll be clues as to where the next one is. Agreed? That sounds wonderful. Yeah, that's great. But you're saying you actually have no idea where you 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 can't discern anything from the key that we showed you. All I can, <laughs> to be honest, all I can tell is that there's some seriously whack magic on it, and uh, also that it is 100% one of the one of the Salem treasures. That is a guarantee. I've seen a few clues like this in my day. Usually they never end up finding the actual thing, to be honest with you. But, uh, you know, hey, if we're going to be teammates on this, who's to say we can't change the world one more time? Exactamundo there. All right. I'm tentatively on board with this, I suppose. I mean, what is there to lose, right, Terry? Radio! You guys are going to love working with me trust me uh well we're, we're more associates than working directly together but uh let's say first step you guys have to give me a report tomorrow with your game plan okay meet me here at this bar and he sends you a like just a magical note appears in your hand with a location um to the speak easy speak speak is it in orem uh it is in orem um, and it tells you the street name and everything, but it's called the Speakeasy Speak Speak. Um, very terrible name. <laughs> Would you like us to and, call ahead and and get the back room? Uh, I'll I'll take care of that. Don't you worry. Okay, Zippy. make sure you have um, enough seats too, because I don't know how many people we'll bring. Meet me there at dinner time, okay? Uh, but also, just as a proof of concept, I want to see your guys' skills, because I think getting comeback hmm. if it's anything like normal i think uh, it's gonna be uh you know a little bit of a dangerous situation anybody who kidnaps a, a king's grandson is probably bad business. time for a training montage boys you got <laughs> it um by the way here's the key back i uh, you guys 
you guys are in it for now. All right, can I? Um, I'll grab it. Uh, I'm gonna test this just on my my fruity drink right here. Or right, unless you didn't want to, Normandy. Well, I was gonna say, I kind of like to hold on to it, and then I kind of whisper. Because I can use prestidigitation to make it look like we're showing it to people, but not for real. Ah, you, you're saying I made a mistake back there, aren't you, Normandy? No, I'm saying I saw what you did and thought, oh, we could make it even better next time. You know, like, it's like a little bit of a, of a workshop kind of thing. All right, here you go, Normandy. Okay. I, I don't care who holds the key. Um, um uh, but uh, my friend here needs some gold for his sword, please. Just the right amount. We don't need anything anything crazy unless you you want to, but I mean, let's make this let's not go into full cheat mode here. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize, guys, but I actually can't manifest currency. <laughs> um wow, great party Can turn. you give us wow, something can great. you give us something expensive to sell then? Uh, the bedroll, uh, maybe, uh, I can sign things. The only god who can actually make gold like that, like, as you can tell, my powers kind of reign within the emotional center. The god of greed, though, I could call him up, maybe? He never answers my calls. But, uh... Does he owe you a favor? He's the one who can get you gold. Um, let's just get one of the weapons you were gonna give us anyways, and then we'll see what we... Maybe we'll sell it or something, but... uh, Yeah, sure. Um, uh... I'll... Let me... I'll take one. I'll I'll take one. I don't mean to interrupt you, sir. I, I... we just man, we are on the same wavelength, aren't we? <laughs> yeah. Sir, going Would you kindly take me as a as a page uh, after this is all done in the future? As a what? A page, you know, like a like a direct servant to the god. I would love that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hey, I'm more worshippers than me. No, but I want to be like your secretary. You know. <laughs> uh, do we have an opening for that, uh, Carol? Uh, unfortunately, uh, we don't. Uh, That's all right. Let me know when it opens up. Uh, will do. I'll, I'll get your application information uh, <laughs> later. Uh, there are some o- open positions on the lower ranks, though. Yeah, I hate business. Uh, I love business. So, uh, you need a weapon. Here you go. Uh, this is the best I can do. And he goes over to a tree just behind um, the cove, snaps off a branch, teleports back, and... Uh, you see he just, like, does prayer hands on it, and it mm. just starts to glow. And he's like, uh, you can use this. Uh, it's a stick that, <laughs> that uh, if you hit them, uh, it'll put them in a state of bliss. Um, I'll, I'll, that's the best I can do. I'll, you need Kaiseron, the god of steel, to make weapons. I'll, I'll take that and then gift it to Normandy. I can make you martinis, though. You give it to me? <laughs> yeah, I'll give that to Normandy. Zippy, th- this is. Well, I'm I'm honored. I yeah, thank you. you really I... you don't deserve it, but I think it would be good for our morale. I reach out and I to hold, to shake his hand. Uh, I uh, I fist bump it. It's really awkward. <laughs> ow! Oh, ow! Uh, sorry, my, I must have made a mistake. Uh, I'll get it right next time, Zippy. I promise. All right, the the terms seem to be set then, Mister. All right. Now, as long as you can take out these water elementals, I'll know you guys are up for the challenge. All right? See ya after you kill them. See ya, all right? Okay, thanks, guys. And teleports away, and you're in this cove, and out of the moonlight water raises these two water elementals, wielding a water scythe, like a scythe made of water and a hammer. And uh, 
we're gonna get into some combat. Oh, your word. Favorite. All yes. right, break time. Ugh. Hey, everybody! It's me, Midroll Seth. I'm different from regular DM Seth because all I have to do is talk about announcements, and and I don't discuss any fantasy junk whatsoever. Uh, so let's get into it. This week's sponsor uh, is Flintlocks and Fireballs. I actually personally really dig their podcast. They are UK-based, and their whole thing, it's D&D 5e, uh, and they are set in a Napoleonic world, and they sail the seas and, and all that good stuff. And the biggest draw in personally, which I think is really cool, kind of their like unique thing, is that they do sea shanties. Like They actually record and sing shanties, like you're going to hear in this here ad. Enjoy! So, gather your muskets, gather your spears, we'll plunder the shores of Calcineer. Come all ye sailors and scallywags, and join the crew of Flintlocks and Fireballs, a D&D podcast following a band of privateers sailing the seas of Napoleonic Calcinia. Catch us at flintlocksandfireballs.com every Tuesday at 7pm GMT, or on Podbean, iTunes, YouTube, and more. You can also follow us on Facebook at Flintlocks and Fireballs or Twitter on at FlintlocksDND. Fair seas and natural twenties. No cracking storm or spell we fear, so come and sail with us, my dear. See, I wasn't lying. They actually do the shanties. They, they, really, they really go for it. Uh, thank you again, Flintlocks and Fireballs. We really appreciate it. Uh, next up, Big shout out to Jacob Goudreau, uh, Adam's very own blood brother, who makes a lot of the tunes for our podcast. Uh, if you like what you hear, uh, you know, maybe shoot us a, a DM on Twitter or something, and we can get you two in contact, and he can make some cool tunes for your podcast for a very reasonable price. So let us know. Uh, and you're probably like, what? How do I DM you on Twitter? Oh, look at that transition. Uh, well, you can find us on Twitter at Cheaper Dungeon. Oh, man. Okay, I'm proud of that one. <laughs> that was one of my better transitions. Uh, yeah, so Twitter, you can find us at Cheaper Dungeon. Uh, Facebook, you can just type in uh, Cheaper by the Dungeon. You'll find us there. Uh, on top of that, we also have a Patreon, if you haven't heard. Uh, you can support us there, and we got like bonus content and, and cool little ringtones and other stuff. So you can check us out on Patreon if you'd like. If you want to support us any other way, you can just share our stuff on the social medias that I mentioned. And, uh, you know, tell a friend. That always helps as well. Anyways, uh, I hope you enjoy the rest of this incredibly crazy episode. Uh, and lastly, episode 8 will be up. Calendar. Click. Click. Uh, December 11th. Yeah. So see you then. Enjoy the episode. Initiative, everybody. Um, ooh, five. Ooh, six. <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, man. I'm a little off guard. You know, this whole, I got the cool stick. I'm like, oh, wow, this thing. Oh, shoot. Like, we got to fight. Sorry, Zippy, what'd you get? So it's, uh, it's actually seven. First up is the scythe. Wielding water, uh, water elemental. How far so are they? Under, hmm? How far are they? They're about thirty feet away in in the water. 
Okay. Um, mm. Are we still sitting on our lawn chairs or are we battle ready? <laughs> <laughs> you're, I'll say you're out of your lawn chairs now. But My margarita! You can still have the margarita in one hand and your quarter staff in the other if you'd like. Okay, sounds uh, good. <laughs> um, but the scythe-wielding water elemental uh, that rose out of the moonlit water uh, uh, just kind of moves forward a bit, and then the scythe kind of whips out, latches onto you, Zippy, hooks around, and we're going to see if they hit. <laughs> oh, no! What's your... Um, 14. What's your AC? 14. Uh, it hits. You are going to take ten damage. Oh, And you are going to get pulled into the water, uh, about fifteen feet from the scythe that like whipped out and lashed, and then just got tugged on your back while slashing the fur. Darian, um, so ten damage. Oh no! <laughs> and you're in the water. It's all. It's only up to like your belly button, Zippy. But you're very small, obviously. But it would be like your your. Like halfway up your shin for Darien and, and right, Normandy. Right. You're very small, Zippy. Um, okay, uh, next is Normandy's turn. Darien, you're up after him. Okay, I'm going to. Oh my gosh. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna run up and use. Oh my gosh! Dissonant whispers. Yeah. I'm gonna whisper at these things. And uh, so the target must make a wisdom saving throw. On a failed save, it takes 3d6 psychic damage. It must immediately, immediately use its reaction to move as far away as its speed allows it to. 60-foot okay. range. So right. I'm going to point at it and I'm going to say, It is unwise for you to be here. You must flee this place. Okay. Uh, it is a wisdom saving throw? Yeah. All right. And you're just doing this on which one? The one that has Zippy. Oh, the scythe one. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And what's the DC? It's 14? Yeah. Okay, you hit. Roll yes. damage. Bam, okay. not save. Uh, seven. Uh, total damage? Yeah, not very good for 3d6. Yeah, okay. it's really bad. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> I was Less expecting more. Um, uh, so uh, you see this water elemental with the scythe. Um, you, you wouldn't think water elementals have feelings, but they do, and they get spooked easily. And, they, <laughs> and it just descends and melts into the water, and you see this blob dash away 60 feet into the ocean. So it's kind of near the end of the cove now. Um, but it's just like this blob of water over there. And it rises back out. It lets go of Zippy, right? Uh, it didn't. It never had Zippy. It just kind of like pulled him in. It was never grappled. Okay, good, good. Okay, cool. So that is that. Uh, Darian, you're up next. Uh, seeing as the other ones kind of fled, I'm going to draw my longbow. Uh, I'm going to cast Zephyr Strike on myself, uh, which basically gives me an extra 30 feet of movement. Uh, if I run past an enemy, it doesn't provoke an attack of opportunity. And uh, while it's concentrated, or while I have it, uh, one time I can add an extra D8 to damage. I'm not going to use that yet, but I'm just using my bonus action right now to cast it. Um, but for now, I'm just going to go with a standard longbow attack. Okay. That is a natural 20. Boom! <laughs> um, heck to the yeah. So that's double dice damage. So let's see what that is. Double dice damage. Oh, that sucks. Uh, that was a two. Oh. So that's four <laughs> plus um, 
plus three. So that's still only going to be seven damage from that one. Hey, welcome to the club. Seven, seven, buddies. Okay. <laughs> seven damage, but you got a natural 20? That's already doubled. Yeah, sorry, that's uh, already doubled. I rolled two damage, so it was two times two to four, um, and then it was plus three on the regular strike. So we're actually not going to double damage this one. I got a different thing planned. I, okay. So for listeners, whenever there's a nat 20, sometimes it'll be double, double damage, sometimes it'll be something else, uh, but they're all very good. It's just to keep it fresh and them wondering. Oh. Uh, so just roll the base damage. Uh, well, I already did that. That was two. Okay. Um, so you draw your longbow, and as you're pulling back on the string, uh, some light bleeds off your fingers, mm. and the bowstring starts glowing blue, and the whole arrow gets encapsulated in some fey magic uh, oh. that you unwillingly put on it because you're still getting the ropes of your teleportation, and you shoot it, hits them right in the chest, and they teleport directly up about 60 feet, and they're going to take fall <gasps> damage. Whoa. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's going to be, so that's going to be 6d6. Because um, you did it so well, and that's how I'm playing the game. It's going to be a 7. Um, Just watch. One sec. <laughs> that is going to be 24 fall damage plus the additional 2 from the beginning. So 26 damage wow. to that one because uh, you used an accidental teleporting bow. Congrats on your d20. <laughs> <gasps> what? That's amazing. Um, is he still standing? Sorry, that, what was that again? 24? 26. 26. Um, yeah, so this water elemental gets spooked, zaps into the air, falls from the heavens, splashes into the pond, or the, the cove. The water explodes up, and you can see a very wounded, and just, it's like kind of like half morphing back into its original like humanoid form. It is looking extremely bloodied. Um... Who's next? Uh, we got the the wounded dude. <laughs> um, he is pissed. Um, and the hammer hand uh, that it has, this water hammer, uh, he moseys on up to Normandy, who's the closest, because, Darian, you're still a ways back, um, but goes up to Normandy and is just going to bonk you with this water hammer. Wow. Okay. That is going to be... A 14. Does that hit? Just hits me. Just hits? Yeah. All right. I'm going to roll damage now. What the hell? That is going to be 13 damage. Whoa! This hammer just comes cracking down and slaps your head, and you just fall to the floor and then pick yourself back up, scurrying back a few feet. I'm going to use... Uh, but you just got bodied. That that hurts, man. I'm at, like, 7 health. I'm going to use Hellish Rebuke. Which is a reaction. Oh, as a reaction? Yeah. Okay, go for it. So it is a one reaction which you take in response to being damaged by a creature. You point your finger and the creature that damaged you is momentarily surrounded by hellish flames. The creature must make a dexterity saving throw. It takes 2d10 fire damage on a failed one, uh, a failed save, or half as much on a successful one. So I know it's water, but I'm going to try. Okay. So the save is, like, the DC for uh, it? Yeah, save for everything. I guess 14. It is going to save. Ugh, okay. So is this going to be, like, cut down to a quarter? I'm assuming it has resistance on to get against fire. Um, does it have resistance? Uh, it does not have resistance to fire. Ah! All right. Um, so it's just going to take half damage. Okay. Ah! 
Okay, well that's 8. I guess divided by 2? 8 divided by 2, 4. Alright. Um, okay. So if I'm rebuking it, um, I say, That's not very nice! Um, they explode in fire and steam just rises off their body. Um, and as the steam is going up, uh, you just see their bodies slowly start to shrink <gasps> until they're just a puddle on the floor. Yes! Um, you have successfully killed the hammer water, water elemental. Hey, rock and roll. A little, uh, lecturing never hurt anybody. Zippy, you're up next. All right. Um, Zippy's dazed and, uh, a little confused of why that scythe man was, uh, scythe water creature was so mean to him. Um, and so, but he's looking into the water, uh, from where he was pulled into. Does he see any, like, creatures in the water? (laughs) Perception check. (laughs) Oh, man. I know where this is going. Uh, 19... Just wait, 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 wait. Uh, no, 21. Oh, baby. 21? Okay, um, you see, uh, this shouldn't be in the cove, but it is because you rolled so good. Uh, you see a swordfish has come in from the sea and is kind of just, like, chilling in this cove. It's like it's summer house. Okay, uh... If that's the case, then I would like to use Wild Shape to turn into a swordfish as well. That's so sick. <laughs> a swordfish? Um, yeah, okay, sure. We're gonna, <laughs> you are going to go full um, full challenge rating uh, swordfish style. Okay. Uh, okay, you magically transform. Your paws, like, You see your arms, they start sticking to your sides, and your paws start flicking out a little, and they slowly turn into fins. It's like it's like animorphs, like you know. Nineties kids, man. It's like there's there's that cover, and there's like the middle one where it's like that's that's bad. Um, You're at that stage right now, okay. And then you go full swordfish, and you're flopping in the sea. Do I get all my health points back, or do I take off ten from this person's this this? Nope, you get the whole new health pool from the new animal. Perfect. Okay. <clears throat> All right, uh, that's my action, though, so I, I'll have to be done for the turn. Okay, but when you go back to Zippy form, you will have your previous health points. Right, okay. Okay. Um, so now we're going to go back all the way to the top to the Scythe Water, uh, water Elemental, who's kind of just at the end of the cove. You can see it's not very happy that its brother in crime just got smited. Um and it starts moving up and down. It, like, starts moving with the waves. And it starts making bigger waves. And a mini just tsunami starts coming at all three of you. Hmm. Um, please make uh, a dexterity saving throw. And you get advantage, uh, uh, swordfish zippy, because you're <laughs> in the water. Dexterity, you said? Yes, I did. Okay, 14. 21. Wow. 12. Okay. Um, Normandy and Darian, you get hit by this tsunami. And uh, Zippy, you kind of ride the waves, but you still get hit against some rocks in your swordfish form. Uh, but you're still doing okay, so you're going to take half damage on this. Okay. Hang turn! That's going to be six damage to you, uh, Normandy and Darian. <laughs> and that's going to be three to you, Zippy. Wow. Okay, Normandy, you are up now. 
and you are kind of knocked prone as well uh, due to the tsunami. I didn't mention that. You and Darian are knocked prone. Yeah, I am going to stagger to my feet and at one health point. Oh, wow. And I'm going to go, I know, and I'm going to go to Darian and say, I'm in a bit of a rough spot. I'm just going to stand beside you for a while. And, and I think you're a really great guy. And I'm going to inspire Darian. <laughs> okay, do it. Um, for a lizard man. He gets an inspiration die, right? And 1d6? Yeah. Okay, and you know what to do with that, right, Darian? Uh, yeah, I can add it to a roll um, before results are uh, determined. But I really hope that you somehow use it to keep me safe. Just letting you know. <laughs> Okay, um, Darian, your turn. All right, I'm feeling inspired. Uh, I'm going to draw my longbow and take a shot at the other elemental. All right, go for it, and use your inspiration. Um, I am definitely going to use my inspiration on that one. Um, so it's an extra one d six. So that okay, cool. I rolled a, a six on that. So yes. That's, uh, uh, that's actually a 20. Uh, not natural, but... Okay, so. you hit. Okay, I'm also going to trigger um, my planar warrior with my bonus action and uh, Zephyr Strike, uh, that extra 1d8. So it's actually going to be a total of 3d8 uh, damage. Um, you're, too, you're too powerful. You better not kill it right away, otherwise the swordfish isn't going to get to do anything. <laughs> oh, man. I'm just going to swim around. What's that fish doing in there? <laughs> Uh, that's going to be 19 damage. Oh! Yeah, he's dead, I think. Okay, it's still kicking. Oh, all right. Um, it's looking bloodied, though. Uh, <laughs> bloodied but from a water sh- thing. It's bloodied. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, you can't really tell that it's bleeding, to be honest. It just looks like more water. Um, but you shoot this bow. It goes slashing right through the chest, but it just kind of absorbs it and cries a little. Um, or sweats. Who knows? Uh, but... It is now Zippy's turn. Or should I say, um, Sword Zippy. <laughs> uh, I swim up to, because I have to be in five feet for my attack. Yeah. I swim up to uh, the scythe monster who initially attacked me. It's time for revenge. <laughs> and uh, as a swordfish, I get a multi attack attack option. So I get to do two attacks. One is, uh, is um, stab. And then one is uh, Tail Whip. Uh, and <laughs> it's like so, a Pokemon. <laughs> so uh, the first one is a 1d8 uh, plus 4. So go for it. As long as it's not a splash, you know, like Magic Card. <laughs> <laughs> Useless. I, th- I think you still have to roll the hit first, though. Oh, right. Sorry. Yeah. I just, <laughs> no, I'm... just damage. Just, yeah, <laughs> sorry, roll the hit. Uh, roll the hit. Um... You have to roll the hit for every attack, by the way. Yeah. Um, that was that was a twelve. It's not gonna hit. No, but you get to roll again for the the tail whips. Or, oh yeah, your multi attack, right? Oh, do I? Okay, sure. Are you doing the multi attack? Yeah, I am. Okay, do it, man. Kill this thing. That was a nine. Okay, that's <laughs> not good. Oh no. Um, you, <laughs> you um. 
go for it. You like lunge out of the water, and it's beautiful. And there's spray of the ocean off the back. And even Z- uh, Normandy and Darien from afar can see the silhouette of this swordfish flying through the air and the moonlight. Um, and it whiffs. And then it goes back for another <laughs> one with its tail, and it whiffs. Darien, isn't that a beautiful sight? Look at that. By the uh, way, where's Zippy? I don't know, but I'm kind of hungry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, terrible. Um, it is now the Scythe Water Elemental's turn. Um, the Scythe Water Elemental, feeling really, like, damaged, uh, is going for a Hail Mary with this one. And it's going to try and grab you, Zippy. All right. Mm. Out of the water. Um, so let me try that. My AC is 11. Is it, would this not, if it's a grapple, wouldn't it be like a strength contest? Um, no, it's going to be like a hit grab. Okay, cool. Um, Sorry. But do not worry. Uh, the water elemental goes to try and grab you and was going to drag you to the bottom of the sea to try and kill you with pressure. But it misses and just <laughs> lunges and just misses completely uh, at your Darren and Normandy is like, what's going on over there? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But now it's Normandy's turn. Okay. I'm going to use Tasha's Hideous Laughter. I think this is like my second last spell. Okay, I've never used this one before. A creature of your choice that you can see with... Oh, no, it's like 60 feet away, isn't he? Uh, yeah, he's pretty far. Okay, never mind. I can't. Um, Just move closer. <laughs> you have movement. <laughs> no, but he's sixty feet pat into the water, isn't he? Yeah, but it's like it's like knee water. It's just a cove. It's it's not very deep. There shouldn't have been a swordfish there. There is a swordfish still. <laughs> yeah, I, well, yeah. Then I'm gonna run as how far can I get? How close can I get to this thing? You have thirty feet of movement, right? Yeah, thirty feet. I can say you can get within 30 feet of him. Okay. <laughs> that makes sense to me. Yeah. 16 wait, wait. minus oh, no, I don't know if it's like difficult terrain for the water, but if, okay, uh, 30 true. feet is perfect. No, I'm going to say it's not. It's very shallow. Okay. Ooh, I feel really weak, but I'm going to try my best to save that random swordfish over there. A creature of your choice that you can see within range perceives everything as hilariously funny and falls to fits of laughter uh, if the spell affects it. So I'm going to say, what did one ocean say to the other ocean? Nothing! It just waved! Oh, gosh. <laughs> You're going to take damage on this one. <laughs> okay, what's the save? Uh, DC 14. Got it. Oh, man. This dice, guys, is working in your favor. Uh, it fails. Yes! The target must succeed on a wisdom saving throw, becoming inca- incapacitated or unable to stand for the duration, which is a minute. And it doesn't take any damage, right? Uh, no damage. Um, right. It, at the but end of its turn, it can make another wisdom saving throw. And I'm now concentrating okay. on this. Okay. Uh, you see uh, the water elemental just lunge into the water, trying to grab swordfish Zippy, and then just stands up and just goes like... <laughs> just laughing. <laughs> um, <laughs> and it, yeah, it can't do, do much. Uh, Darian, it's up to you. All okay. yours, Darian. Um, <laughs> so with the Zephyr Strike still active, I still have an extra 30 feet of movement. Um, so I can actually move 60 feet right now. Uh, can that get me up to the water elemental? You can move 60 feet? Yeah. I'll say, yeah, you were still on the shore, right? Yeah. So, um, yeah. 
Cool. So I'm gonna I'm gonna sprint out to him, uh, and then use my bonus action to activate Planar Warrior again. Uh, I'm gonna draw my backup short sword, and I'm going to make a melee attack, which I think is advantage because it's technically prone. Uh, it's constrained. So yes. All right. Uh, that's going to be 16. Uh, that hits. All right. So Go for short, the... short sword's not as much damage, but it's still... Um, uh, oh, but that was almost max damage. Uh, that is um, 18. Way to go, Darian. Damn. It's wow. 1d8 okay. plus 1d6 plus 5. So, and I rolled 8 and a 5. <laughs> How do you want to murderize this water <laughs> that is laughing okay so with the uh, planar warrior that ability i activated it turns all my damage into force damage so i want to basically sprint out uh you know like the wind blowing past me with the, the zephyr strike still active uh flip the blade into the air and then stab it into the water like into the sand underneath and as i do have a shock wave shoot out from around me that actually pushes all of the water away so it's dry for just the second as the water slowly recedes back in okay that happens and <laughs> the waves the waves splash zippy gets pushed over uh in the waves <laughs> you move to the side a few feet uh normandy you get hit by some of the waves and the other swordfish gets washed up on land and it's just floundering now um you have successfully completed Turi's trial uh, congratulations yeah I harvest the bill from the swordfish, if I can. Get away from me! No, not you. (laughs) (laughs) The the, the other one. Okay, you slowly start walking up to the swordfish with murderous intent, and it can tell, and you can hear it just gasping at Zippy, because Zippy can talk to animals. It's just like, (gasps) well, it doesn't know your name. It doesn't know your name, but it's like, help, you're one of me. All right, Zippy, Zippy, um... Zippy uh, gets uh, out of his his beast form, and uh, and uh, I'm I shout to Normandy Normandy <clears throat> Normandy wait 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 wait. What what why Zip? We could sell this. We need money, don't we? You're right. And then uh, Zippy takes out his carrot peeler and kills the swordfish. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. <clears throat> you press the carrot peeler, which is literally a carrot peeler, but as like dagger stats and is magical um and you press it against its like neck and you just hear like no no i don't want to die i don't want to die i'm sorry but business is just business and then i kill my family i didn't mean to get washed in this cold (laughs) i I just wound up here by chance i was trying to get back but i couldn't find my way the water was so shallow you served your purpose well i i'll remember exactly how your purpose I do not want to go. I don't want that to be the last words I hear. Say something else. Goodbye. (laughs) 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 It just screams as you slowly kill the swordfish. Yeah, I mean, I have to peel all the way his skin until I get to some nerve where I finally kill him. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. (laughs) And then it just flops over dead and you see like the Zora style Majora's Mask ghost and then there's like a guitar solo in the back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
He's the guitar, though, because I believe the guitar in that game was a swordfish. (laughs) Can I take that as my instrument? Oh, gosh. Um, (laughs) You're going to use his bone structure i guess i guess a a real swordfish what you can play okay well i take the i take the bill anyway yeah you can take you can harvest the whole thing you can take the bones if you want you can take the bill okay i take Um, it yeah you can you can add swordfish bill to your inventory okay and uh in red dead redemption turn red dead redemption two terms uh, zippy's honor went down (laughs) that's all right with me (laughs) um bad arthur ending um okay uh, you guys are done here, Darian. You slowly walk back. You're it, it, like the pressure of the thing uh, of your move in the blast of the force, uh, just like sent all the water either to the sides or some up. So there's some like slow rain mist falling down on you, and you come back just <laughs> soaking wet. Um, but you're back on dry land. I use prestidigitation to clean myself off of the water. Boom. Magic. Mr. Clean. Done. <laughs> Mr. Mr. Godman, are you coming back? We we completed your little test. Just like that, blink, and he's there in the chair again uh, with his legs crossed and then two margaritas. Um, oh, is that one for me? Uh, Downs one, and he's like, nope, just have the one. Oh, that's okay. Uh, it looked like there was two. My eyes must have been... I'm messing up. I might need glasses. Well, margaritas for all. You did such a good job. I watched the whole thing from the sky. Here you go. Margaritas appear in your hands. Hey, do these happen to have any healing properties? Because I feel like one out of 20 right now. Oh, right, right, right. Uh, I should probably heal you guys. Here you go. And then snaps his fingers. You feel that warm wave again, and all your spell slots, all your, all your HP, everything's restored. Oh, wow. You feel good. Got a bliss style. <laughs> hey, rock and um, roll. That's awesome. But Tori speaks up and is just like, boys, I am impressed. I thought it was pretty, cl- there's some pretty close scares there. Normandy, specifically, I thought you were going to die. Me too. Um, but hey, you did it. You proved your worth. I think you guys are up for the job, and I am so ready to make this deal. Yes, even <clears throat> I am ready to make this deal. Hey, st- you get back in there. I'm going to make an amendment to this deal now, though. As oh. uh, you like to throw curveballs at us, I'm going to throw a curveball at you. I want you to reach out to the god of greed, and I want you to call in a favor, and you're going to get me the gold to pay for my weapon. You just threw two water elementals at us. We didn't agree to that challenge, so in a way, you just attacked us. I'm willing to look past that if you're willing to call in that favor. Well, I was just proving your strength and that you were you would actually be able to do what you're planning on doing. And you didn't ask to do that. And so I'm not asking. I'm telling you. Jeez. You're calling in a deal. Do we need this guy, boys? I think I can make do with the two of you. He's slowly becoming my, one of my best friends, so I can't pot with him. I clear my throat, and I say, uh, Surely uh, you can be persuaded just to make this short-term loan to in- improve a long-term relationship that will bring you many benefits down the road. This is no loan. This is a gift. Darian, Darian. No, I, I don't care. I honestly care not if you're a god. Gods mean nothing to me. I've walked with beings stronger than gods, and I care not for you. 
But Darian, we're partners being stronger Darian, than God? No, yeah, finish. I doubt let it. Let me finish. We're business partners on this, and I'm willing to honor a business arrangement. And that's fine. But you're it, going to call in this deal with the God of Greed, or the whole deal is off. If I can interject here... No, Zippy, I'm putting my foot down on this. Call in the favor, or the deal's off. Okay, listen, kid. You think I can just call any God I want anytime I want? No, I but can't. you can call I can't. this one. Well, I can, but I can't. You know, I don't know if they're going to pick up. Like I said, he hasn't been answering my call. Well, you've got um, two days to do it. How much do you need? Thirty-two fifty. Three fifty. About three fifty. About three fifty. Oh yeah. Okay. Um. I. You know, I probably don't need to go to the God Agreed for that amount. I'll find something and get it to you tomorrow at dinner. Got it? Deal. Okay, fine. Guys, you gotta dry this wet blanket over here. He, he needs to work on his social skills, especially with the gods. He may be a bit pushy, but inside, he's, a, he's got a heart of many colors. I've seen a few. Pushy on the outside, mushy on the inside. He's a real softy. Alright, well... Is that all the amendments to the deal, or are we good to go? Can I have a quick hug, please? This has been a very uh, nice meeting, and I think it would be nice to have a hug with a god. Since, since who gets the chance? You know, I am the god of bliss, and I'm all about making people happy. But you know my other name? The god of the squeeze. Come here. <laughs> and you get a little squeeze, and uh, you get actually two temporary hit points. <laughs> oh, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> He is the god of the squeeze. Um, hey, Turi. Yeah. And you feel real good. Yeah. Turi, can you, uh, you know, this stick of bliss that you gave me, it's awesome. I love it. A little big. Oh, I'm glad you like it. It's a stick. Could you could you whittle it down to a conductor's wand? I don't have the hands for that. I'm not a working class man. If I were to get someone um, to craft it down, uh, would it still have its properties? Would it still have its properties? Uh... Probably. I honestly don't know. I don't really hand out many of these sticks very often. Hmm. Okay, well, I just thought you were the god of bliss. I thought you were pretty capable, but if you can't... Not the god of knowing everything. Well, if, if, you, can't, if you can't do it, I mean, we all have our limitations, don't we? Oh, gosh. How many margaritas do you want? I can do endless supplies of those. Yeah, well, you know, that, that trick was impressive the first time. I mean, I'm ready to go if you guys are. I mean... We haven't shake. We haven't shaken on the deal. Uh, of course. All right, ready to shake? I am at least. I'll shake. Yeah, me too. What about there, you, G- G- Gilbert? Oh, oh, he's not here. Where did that guy go? <laughs> oh yeah, we gotta okay. meet him. You hardly notice him, anyways. Okay, here we go. One, two, three, go, teammate. Teammate! And you all put your hands in. Teammate, um, you have made a pact with the God of Bliss um, to, you know, get calm and also get him worshippers, and then he's going to help you get into the lair of the first grand treasure. Um, also, uh, a note. What was I going to say? I totally blanked. <laughs> Never mind. That's it. That's all you got. Well, he's paying <laughs> for my sword. <laughs> And he's paying for your sword. That's. I it. feel like there was a bad thing coming there. Okay, so uh, you've made your deal with the God of Bliss, and now um, Turi asks, "All right, well, 
I'll see you tomorrow then. Uh, do you need a ride anywhere? Do you want to go back to the party? Yes, actually. I, there's a couple of things I'd like to go see. Uh, okay. Back to the party then. Here we go. Snap. You're there, right where you were with the queen again. Uh, time has passed, though, and the queen's not there anymore. Um, but the party's still raging. And the god of bliss isn't there anymore as well. Hmm. Okay. Uh, well, do you guys have any errands that you want to run real quick before we go find Gilbert? Because I feel like once we go talk to Gilbert, we're going to go right back to the mansion. I'm... Well, I've got mine settled now that I've made that a financial deal. I have half a mind to go to the to Colm's bedroom right now. I'm going to run to the castle. Uh, uh, you know, can you just <laughs> hold on just for one moment, Zip? I think no, we should I, there, there could be clues there. No, like, I totally think we should go, but we should try to find Bradley. Uh, I say we should kill Bradley so that no one stands in our way. <laughs> no. That's actually a pretty fair point, but you should probably say that a lot quieter. We're not yeah. going to do that, guys. That would be killing a child. But he... <laughs> okay. You know I what? Think... Let's table it. Let's table it for now. Okay. And we'll bring it up later. But there are a couple things. Oh, you know what? I can run the errands next time. It's fine. No, it's okay. We can go see Bradley. Well, there's a couple other things that I want to do, but they might take time. Uh... Just speak your mind. What do you want to do? You will be able to come back to Orem tomorrow. Okay. Okay, in that case... Uh, yeah. Okay, well, I guess if, if Normandy already knows that, he's just going to say, Yeah, okay. Yeah, we're good. That's good. But we know where Bradley is right now. You sure you don't want to see him? So we don't have to look for you him. You don't know where Bradley is. You don't see him anywhere. I use keen senses. Where's Bradley? Section <laughs> <laughs> <Deception> check. <laughs> That was a nat one. I have no idea. <laughs> he, he's on the moon. You know what? Can um, I can I try to look for him too? Actually, like, like, can I just sure roll perception? Okay, see if you can see him. Oh, he's from the moon. Uh, perception twenty one. Wow. Um, this is a very crowded party, uh, and you're looking for a very small child. Even that good of a roll, like you don't see him. You can almost make sure. You can almost definitely. Uh, derive that he is not here, or yeah. at least anywhere near you. I'm gonna, I, I say to the guys, uh, Darian and Zippy, listen, um, Bradley seemed to be the only one that wasn't really influenced, besides Gilbert, he wasn't really influenced that much by Tori's, uh, his charm, and you, I think that's telling. That? Well, he, because he was focused on Paige during the whole time. He said, I don't want to be king, I, and he seemed the only one to be really aware of his senses, I think we should at least talk to him and make sure he's okay. I, later. I'm good. I don't believe that. I I th- I think that the only thing that that charm did was just make everyone in good spirits, and I think him talking about Paige proves that. Yeah, I don't think I don't think it was to manipulate him to want to be king. I think it was yeah, just to make everyone feel better. I think he was just being completely honest, and so was everyone else. Time will tell. I think that if we go back to Gilbert's house tonight, then he's bound to be over to see Paige in the morning. I think that's a pretty uh, a pretty uh, fair bet. He seems uh, pretty infatuated with her, so I can get behind okay. that. Okay, one more thing then. I look around 
to see if I if I can see the centaur ram guy that was attacking the raid uh, was trying to stop the raid. I will use your twenty one perception, uh, and you actually do see him. He is in the party crowd. He looks a mess because he got fired from his job. Um. Because as you were passing through the gate, they said they had a new captain in, and Captain Rand got fired because he did did such a bad job with the raid. Uh, you see him just eating shish kebabs. Actually, he was very close to you, Darian. You actually oh. crossed paths at the shish kebab stand. <laughs> I was just too but, dumb um, to know. Yeah, and he's just downing them left and right. I, uh, have have we taken notice of that? Uh, no. Okay. I say, guys, I'll be right back. Okay. Where are you going? I'll I'll I'm gonna walk away, kind of with like my hand. Like, I'll be I'll be right back. Darian, I think you should go follow him because he is uh, he's the most suspicious person in this party. I I honestly have trouble trusting him. That's why I uh, gave that's why I gave him the stick there is to give yeah. him a chance. But he's constantly he's constantly doing things without telling us. It's fairly uh, sketchy. Uh, can I make a perception check to see if I can track where Normandy's going? Yep, go for it. Well, but before if, if you just well, want to track him right now, he hasn't made it very far. Like you can still see him basically. Well, can well, I can I before see he his does destination? Though, before he does though, I'd like to use disguise self as I pass a group of people. No, you can't do that. You can't do that while after we made that decision. Darian said first, so what'd you roll, Darian? I mean, uh, I was going to say, all right, fine. <laughs> um that is going to be uh 12. Okay. Um you do see just hints of him, but you kind of lose him in the crowd. He's not... Is he stealthing, though? <laughs> like... Well, like, he moves into the crowd. He Like, it's very busy. Yeah, I'm not I'm not trying to be hidden from them. Oh, then... Okay, sure, yeah. You see him, then. <laughs> yeah, you can follow him. As I walk up closer, I do use Disguise Self... Okay. ...to look like Gilbert. <laughs> okay. You look like Gilbert. You look like this old man, uh, former greeter dude. And you're wearing the whole, like, kind of, like, three-piece suit that he always wears. Yeah. And I I kind of walk up, and I... And his name's... What's, is his name Ram, or is that just his, like, title as the, as the centaur? It was Captain Ran, R-A-N. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. And I say, <clears throat> Captain Ran, uh... It's good to see you. What do you want? I'm eating shish kebabs. I, Get out of here. What? What happened to you? You were, you used to be captain. Don't, don't even start with me, old man. Is he sitting? Nah, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's a, it's a how it, how do centaurs? Sit? I don't know. Um, yeah, he's kind of like his. Like he's like on his knees, I guess, <laughs> centaur style. It's, it, centaurs are weird. Okay, and I say, I say, hey, uh, I heard about the raid. Uh, rumor kind of got around. Buddy, I'm trying to have a good time. I do not want to bring up memories of my terrible past that happened three days ago. Well, I'm just curious. Do you, do you rec- would, do you recognize or do you remember the faces of anyone that got away? Oh, yeah, I do. Those three. I'll never forget. Listen to me. 
I actually think it's it's a very dangerous time to be in Orm right now with a lot of conspiracy going around for the throne. I think that people who knew the king well could be in danger. And I'm going to cast Words of Terror. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. It's a, okay. It's a College of Whispers uh, spell that I can do. And I okay. learn at level three, you learn to infuse innocent seeming words with insidious magic that inspire terror. Mm-hmm. So if you speak to someone for at least one minute, you can attempt to seed paranoia and fear into its mind. At the end of the conversation, the target must succeed on a wisdom saving throw against your spell save or be frightened. And when it is frightened in this way, it must seek solitude in the safest place it knows for 24 hours. Okay. Um, here we go. I'm going to roll the save. And the DC is... 14. Okay. And, and it doesn't know that I did anything if it, if it succeeds, even if it succeeds. Uh, Captain Rand failed, or ex-Captain Rand failed. Um, so as you're talking to him, he's like, What's on? I'm, what was on this shish kebab? Oh! You poisoned me, old man. Did, what are you doing? He's just getting very paranoid. I say, Pointing fingers at everything. Rand, I, 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 are you okay? You, you look unwell. No, I, I gotta, I gotta get out of here. I gotta go home. And he just gets up and gallops away through the crowd, making a way. And some people are like shocked and moving and diving out of the way. And he's just barreling through the crowd, and he's gone into the crowd. I turn go home, I guess. I turn back and I find Darian and Zippy, and I, like, and I try to uh, uh, inconspicuously drop this guy's self, and I say. It was only a matter of time before someone recognizes from that raid. I tried to buy us a day. I must say, that was a, a fairly risky maneuver. But it might pay off. Well, if we're, you know, I, I just wanted to keep us safe. You have uh, escaped a potential downfall for now, for 24 hours at least. Um, is that all you wanted to do? Uh, yeah, for now, yeah. Okay. Um, what, what's the plan? You gonna go back to Gilbert? Uh, I'm fine with going back to Gilbert. Yeah, I mean, yeah, if you guys are ready to go back to Gilbert, I am as well. I'm getting really sleepy. (laughs) (laughs) Do you you want me to carry um, you, Zippy? No, I'm fine. Do you want me to carry you? No, I, I'm, I'm, I have big, strong, I have big, strong legs. <laughs> I try and pick him up. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even need to strength check that one. He just cuddles in your arms. Um, it's like a, you're swaddling a baby kind of thing. Um, and you guys make your way back to Gilbert. Uh, as you guys are going down the street, um, it's it's very quiet. Like all all the, you can still hear the party in the background and see the lights, but the streets are quite empty now because everyone's at the party. Uh, but eventually, you make it back to the stables and you see just Gilbert waiting there, um, and he just yells out, "Oh, boys, uh, you ready to head back?" Yeah, totally. Yeah, I I, th- I think we've had enough for one day. I do think it's important that we talk when we do get back. Uh, sure. Yeah, I think we need to talk about the exploding piano and our next course of action for sure 
Um, let's go. Fast travel. You guys make it back home to the mansion. And you are sitting down in the living room. And I assume, are you guys wanting to disclose everything about the god? Uh, I would. But would we have kind of discussed that before? On the way? Yeah, like while we're walking back to Gilbert. Right. Yeah. I mean, if, if, if everyone else is comfortable with it, I am too. Any objections, Zippy? No, nope, I'm awake. I'm wide awake now at the house, and uh, and uh, I gave my consent when I I whispered into Darian's ear while he carried me. Okay, then yeah, we we uh, fully disclose everything to Gilbert. <laughs> okay, I will say that conversation takes place up to the point where you just finished your story and you're sitting in the living room again with all the animals on the walls, and he's just like, "What did you guys do?" Oh, no. I can't believe you guys went behind my back and did that. Do you know how dangerous it is dealing with a god? It's He's a low-tier god. He's not even that really impressive. He couldn't even make gold. Oh, jeez, guys. Please discuss things with me before you act like this again. You're the one who ran, oh. you're the one who ran away. We had no choice. We took our opportunity as it came. And if I'm being completely honest, things got really out of hand really quickly and we kind of made the best of a bad situation you would have been proud of us we really handled our own zippy in particular great negotiator okay guys if this is if this is the best course of action that you think to take i guess it is worth it i mean if we can get into that first grand treasure room then there's got to be information there on how to find the others we can definitely learn a lot from that we understand this is a very high risk high reward situation but it's I think it's going to be a, give us a good leg up on the situation. Help us learn a lot. Definitely. Okay, well, we've had a long day. Let's, let's get some rest then and reconvene in the morning. Make sure you prepare uh, Normandy's tomato soup. I think he asked for that earlier. Ooh, thank you, Zippy. Um, as you guys are making your way... Um, around uh, the back into the like the winding staircase that goes to the upstairs to your bedrooms. You see out the back door, uh, there's some windows back there, and you see in the backyard uh, Blackjack and Yogurt are just chilling in a yeah. hot tub. <laughs> like, hey, Zip! Hey! Hey, Zip! Well, what are you doing, Zip? Man, we missed, you th- we missed you this morning. We slept in so late. Oh, yeah, so late, Zippy. Oh, Darian Normandy, good to see you guys. How was your day? I've been soaking. For hours. Yeah, hours. Look at his fingers. Well, you can't really this fur, but they're broken. <laughs> it was blissful. I, if I'm being completely honest, I got drunk out of my mind, got instantly sobered up with a massive headache, and threatened to God. So it's uh, been a pretty interesting day. Yeah, but did you stay in a hot tub for six hours? I mean, let's talk about <laughs> feats here. Who, who is the real, like, like, accomplishment winner guy? Yeah, real good with your words, Blackjack. I think you've been in here too long. It's true. You're probably hella pruny right now. Oh, <laughs> you have no idea. And uh, you guys, do you want to say anything more or are you good to go to bed? I'm going to bed. <laughs> All right, take it easy, boys. Join us next time in here, eh? Yeah, join us, Zip. At least you. <laughs> yeah, I'll join you. N- not when you look like uh, hairless cats, though. All pruny. It's all disgusting. Jeez. God, how aggressive these guys are. It's been a few episodes since we last talked, and they're already just back in my throat. Yeah, it's the way. Um, all right, you guys 
move upstairs and you go to bed after your incredibly long day. Um, and Darian, you fall asleep quite fast. Normandy, you go to sleep quite fast as well. And Zippy, you're out like a light. And Zippy, in your dream, you see another figure. At first, everything is just white instead this time. And then greens start to come in. And it just starts to fill out even more. And then you find yourself in an extremely long carrot patch. Just miles and miles of carrots. Um, and you f- see you have your tools, you have your hoe and everything, and, and you're just plowing the fields. And all of a sudden, you hear just a big crack, and then a knight in shining armor on a magnificent white steed shows up riding through the uh, the carrot patch, tearing up the carrots as they go. Um, and they're cutting across the carrot patch into the woods on the the east side. And you just kind of stand there in shock. And the knight just comes by and is galloping as fast as they can, breaks on the horse really, really quick, tearing up the carrots as they break, um, and yells at you, Zippy, uh, and says, Excuse me, sir! You better get out of here! There's some monsters coming, and me, the knight of eternal sunshine, cannot hold them off forever! Uh, I'll do my I'll do my best to 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 hold off the creatures while everyone can escape. Okay, good, thank you. And then they run off, uh, and, and it was just a knight in completely silver armor on this horse. Um, from the woods on the west, though, you see, you hear singing, and it's like la 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 la, and you just see cupcakes with legs just jumping and hopping through the woods and they're just like the smiliest things and they're just stampeding your dreamland carrot patch and that's where we're gonna end the episode it's it's all come it's all coming to a head <laughs>